Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Happiness. Many will advise you how to obtain it, but maybe you're not trying to be happy. Your actions aim for the opposite. You want to be the saddest saddo sailing on the sea of sadness. So let's begin. If you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Bad boy! Four, five, six. V-I-G! Ray is in Torrance. Ray, you have a dire prediction. What is it? Ray. Oh, man. Ray, you're on for 40 minutes. Is that snoring? Shh. 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 Do you sleep? I think you sleep. Listen. 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 Yeah, you sleep. He put the phone right again on his chest or something. Ray! Wake up! Oh, bye bye. That's a good nap. And now, do you understand that the industrial level human cloning is going on? Oh, it's admitted. That's what I mean, brother. We're not in Kansas anymore. Our feature presentation. Morning, everybody. Brand new Kevin and Bean Show. It is uh, Thursday morning, the 18th of October. I see Chip doing some head banging. <laughs> hey, party people. Hey. What's up? Allie, I thought about what baseball heaven you must be in right now. It's real good, you guys. There's no such thing, by the way. There I mean, is. There's only baseball hell. Kevin, I'm going to tell you, you know my love for hockey. Yes. It's my number one sport. Mm-hmm. And nothing beats playoff hockey. Right. Playoff baseball is incredible. It is so good, Kevin. But you're not putting it in a category above hockey playoffs. No, I okay. still say hockey playoffs are the best, but... But that's not available right now, so... If there's any sport that you could also watch while cleaning your house, it baseball. is playoff baseball. <laughs> Good point. Absolutely. Yes, you can do that. Get stuff done. Mm-hmm. But yeah. also... You could run to the store and get groceries and you'd be fine. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> you could watch the Mayans MC and not miss exactly. anything. Also, please remember that Allie's two lifelong teams are both in the postseason right now, so yes. she's, you know, she's just enjoying the hell out of it. Sure. Yeah. This is incredible. Yeah, my parents are from Boston. They raised me loving the Red Sox, but of course we lived here, Mm -hmm. so they would bring me to Dodgers games, so I love the Dodgers. And oh So it's it's, a good time for you. It's the best time for Mm -hmm. me. We don't have to get into it now, Ali. I'd like to talk about it later, but you're ruling uh, quickly on the fan interference call in the Red Sox game. Um, I think Andrew Siciliano said it best that for a team that spies on other teams like the Mm -hmm. Astros to not have a camera angle out there is absurd. It's on them. It's on them, absolutely. (laughs) But he, his, Mookie's glove was definitely hit. I don't know what you're talking about, but a fan just reached over and tried to get the ball? Oh, yeah. Well, they thought it was a home run, but he was called... It was. It should have been a home run, yeah. but the fan says he stayed on his side of the fence. He says he did not reach over the line. And you're saying there's no video of that? Oh, there's, there's video, n- but oh, there's... just from this angle. There's no gotcha. side angle where you would see if it was over into the field of play. Gotcha. But I think even, 
I don't know. He hit his he hit his glove regardless. Also, so you couldn't tell. Where do you get a new Reagan Bush eighty four hat? <laughs> Is that what he was wearing? He was yeah, wearing, and a it was new. new? Yes, huh. it wasn't like an old one. <laughs> yeah. It's like that, time traveling. Maybe uh, probably at the Reagan Museum or something. I would imagine he is so upset. The fan, by mm-hmm. the way, because he's a lifelong Astros fan who now lives in Atlanta, who drove in for that game, and he knew he was in trouble because he's like, if they don't come back and win this thing, I'm going to need security to get out to my car. Yeah. And by the way, the fan interference call, they didn't give him a double or anything. They just made it an out. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was very controversial. It was so early in the game, though, that that didn't change the course of the game. The Astros led after that, so let's well, calm down. I know, but they did lose by two runs, and that would have been two runs. Yeah, so. calm your T's. They could have won okay. it all. They had a mm. bases loaded, two outs. Come on, you're going against Cambrell. Hello, Grand Slam. The guy I, sucks. I did feel the tings of Steve Bartman, though. Yeah. Absolutely. That's yeah. totally what it was like. The yeah. interesting thing is, though, they kept zooming in on the guy. I thought they had decided not to do that. That's what I thought, too. And they were just on the guy and his two friends over and over throughout the game. Put up his Twitter, put up his home address. And you his saw phone him number. on his phone, so you know people were like, dude, you're still on TV right now. It was it was pretty bad. Well, we can't move on without at least mentioning a great uh, Dodgers game, too, and Clayton Kershaw is a, is, is a, uh, a god, right? Yeah. Agreed. Amazing. Amazing game. And then, hello, Kenley. Again, Kenley. I know. Oh, Allie's in love. I'm just, I'm so happy. Like, I'm super happy that the Dodgers won. I, I mm-hmm. really am. But uh, baseball, they switch out a pitcher per batter sometimes. That's crazy. I actually texted Bean about that <laughs> last night. I They did that, and that's like the shadiest baseball move I've seen in a long it time. It is? Kind yes. of, yeah. So ba- basically, you set up your lineup so that you can uh, combat against a left or right-handed mm-hmm. pitcher. So at the beginning of the day, you go, oh, well, this guy's better with left-handed pitchers. Let's put him up in this game because so-and-so starting. If you switch out the player after the first batter, the pitcher, and make him a different-handed pitcher, yeah. like a right-handed pitcher instead, your entire lineup has been shifted. Oh, no wonder. I thought it was just a ridiculous thing to do. No, I've actually never seen it. it was oh, strategy. That's what the Brewers do. They're so known for this because their bullpen is so strong that that's how they've been winning so many games. They have so many pitchers that can do so many things. You can't do a lineup like a regular game. Yeah, they, yeah, they want to keep you off balance, and they have done it earlier this season, and mm-hmm. apparently it's a baseball move that goes all the way back to, it was done in the 1924 World Series. Somebody pulled up a pitcher after an after one batter, or two batters, I think, in that case. Hmm. But, yeah, there were, it was, it was. I don't know, do you call it shady or do you just call it great strategy like when, uh, you know, Belichick calls a trick play? I, I mean, know. it's legal or illegal, but it's according legal. to the rules. It's like the hack-a-shack, hack-a-deandre thing in basketball. It's totally legal, yeah, well, but it feels wrong. Yeah, my answer to that is Shaq learned to shoot a free throw. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> my answer yeah. to that. Yeah. <laughs> well, it didn't, uh, it didn't help them, did it? No. So, one more game till the World Series, you guys. Um, now I think literally we, we don't have time for the thing. No, we got a little time. You want it? Sure. You want Ew. it bad? Oh, no. no. <laughs> you want it hard? No. Oh, my God. Why is this happening? <laughs> don't pull those. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to. Yeah, just leave them, Chip. Leave them. All right. I'll try to do this uh, real fast because I, uh, I brought this up to you in the room yesterday, and I could tell no one was excited about it, so I'm going to force it on you. Hmm. Davis, California high school student. Baked her grandfather's ashes into a batch of sugar cookies, Hmm. took them to school, and handed them out to classmates. That is what I'm talking about. 
Why? Why is that what you're talking about? <laughs> I don't know, but it just makes me laugh. So hardcore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty metal. <laughs> is it? Is it? Uh, is it crazy and worse that the rest of the sentences, some of them, some of whom were aware they contained human remains before they ate them. And then they still ate them? Yes. I mean, it's a cookie, Kevin. Wow. Would you? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I would. If somebody said to you, hey, here's a sugar cookie with uh, my grandpa baked in, you would still eat it. Uh, there's no way I would believe it. I would take the cookie and eat it just because I didn't believe it. It's funny you should say that because one of the students who did eat the cookie said that she was offered the cookie and, the, and was told there was a special ingredient in the cookie. Oh, definitely not on that. And, no, she assumed it was marijuana. Yeah. She uh, thought it was yeah. a pot cookie. So I mean, she, why would you ever think it was pop-pop? You never would. No. You, you would. never would. I stick. It's just lasagna for me. If I eat my pop pop in lasagna, you do. <laughs> yeah, it's just oh. that. yeah. This like is a. Yeah. This will surprise you, by the way. This was a female student at Da Vinci Charter Academy in Davis, California, public charter high school, who brought the cookies to school. I would have expected this from some sort of dude. Same. Gave them to at least nine other students. Uh, as I said, some ate without knowing, some ate with. No one was pleased with it, by the way, when the administration found out about it. Um, the the relationship between the two girls who were handing out the cookies is unclear, but they are not siblings. The deceased man was the grandfather of only one of them. What will the kids be charged with, if anything, you guys? Mm, cannibalism? I don't well, know. They, it's not cannibalism, <laughs> I don't think. <laughs> I mean, you are eating a person. Right, but they're not alive. Well, you you use but they're just can- ashes. Uh, okay, because cannibals usually don't eat people when they're alive. But okay, what are you going to charge them? What with? are you going to charge them with? Ooh, bad baking. I, that's not a charge. I don't it think. Isn't? I don't oh, think so. Okay. Um, it- attempted harm is that something? Well, yeah, I think so. <laughs> I mean, but I don't think there's any. I don't think there's any health concerns. In really? Fact, they, in what? fact, they say that in the article that there's no no danger to anybody for for eating those. It doesn't affect huh. you negatively. Here's the two things listed in the Los Angeles Times that are being considered. A California Penal Code section revolving uh, involving the disposal of human remains in an improper manner. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that's a thing. Not okay. wrong. All right. Which is a thing. Which is why you can't bury your 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 you know, I don't know why I just thought wife. Sorry, Donna, but <laughs> <laughs> in the backyard because that's that's regarding that's disposal of human remains in an improper manner. But public nuisance charges might be more appropriate. I feel like there should be something above public nuisance. It charges. does seem like it. If your if your if your classmates are eating grandpa, there must be something for it. <laughs> Unwillingly, at least. <laughs> Unwillingly, at least for those that didn't know ahead of time. So anyway, crazy uh, crazy story in Davis, California. So please enjoy. I'll keep you posted. Let you know what happens. Please. Uh, I will say though that his dream of being inside of a child is true. It finally came true. <sighs> Guys, wow. they don't replay the early. Stuff, right? That's correct. Yeah. Okay, yeah. No, yeah. It's fine. no worries. Let, let was, it sit. That was bold. Yeah. Let's talk about today's Kevin and Bean show, shall we? Have you heard the good news about our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ? I mean, good timing, <laughs> Jensen. <laughs> Anything to not talk about what Jensen just said. Uh, Jensen has a uh, special uh, feature on the show called Get Up On This. He also mm-hmm. has a podcast by the same name where he introduces us to something new. Yeah. Uh, that's coming up this morning. Yep. Yeah. We've been trying to do this phone topic for a while. You ate the same thing every day for a long, long, long time based on a guy who uh, ate pizza for 37 years. With his grandpa. No. No? <laughs> okay. No grandpa on the pizza. Uh, RJ Bell from Las Vegas talking about the NFL week number seven and how to gamble on that. Uh, brand new internet roundup. We've got uh, tickets for the gorillas in the HD radio sound space and at Demon Days and... 
Dressing your pet up for Halloween. Uh, Murder button. Go to hell. This got hot yesterday when we Death talked about it. penalty. Yeah. A lot of people had opinions. And they take your pets away from you. They kill you and they take your pets away from the household. Oh, that, wow. Wow, that's a pretty stiff sentence. Yeah. I insist. All right, that's coming up this morning. We'll take a break. We'll come back with what's happening next. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Allie is here with our first look at what's happening. Do you guys ever think of Diddy and Cassie as a couple? Uh, no. Me neither. I mean, I live and die hip-hop, so yes, I do think of that. Really? Well, I mean, they've been together for a long time. 11 years yeah. together. Yeah. But you just never see them out. No. They're never really in the news. They're never really photographed together. Once in a while, you'll see them and go, oh, that's right, they're dating. It's just the Met Ball, usually. Yes. That's the only thing. That, yes. I mean, they're usually not even a couple until the Met Ball. Then you go, yeah. right, okay, they're dating still. Well... I guess they're not anymore. Yeah. According to Love B. Scott, the split occurred some time ago, and a rep for Cassie said, yeah, they're no longer together and haven't been for months. Why would you get us all excited about this relationship? Only to just, just, just smash us into the rock. I was just going to ask how crushed Bean must be with yeah. his feelings about celebrity couples. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. Um, it's just because I wanted to bring up the reporting of this. Okay. Because, okay, so that's from a, uh, a blogger has their own site, Love B. Scott. Meanwhile, wrap-up reports that as of Wednesday, Cassie still had photos of Diddy on her Instagram page, but no longer following him. No. Although Diddy still following her and has photos and videos on her page. It is someone's job Mm. to go to social media, look through all the follows, look through all, and then figure it out. Yeah, that's crazy. That's an insane life that you're leading as well. (laughs) They may have went to journalism school. Right? (laughs) That's what I'm saying. This is what you're doing now. But But we've heard heard that from so many celebrity couples, though, that that's how you know officially it's over. Like when Selena stopped following Justin, you're like, okay, now we can run with it. You know what I mean? But I'm with Allie. There's someone in every one of those stories that has to go through and look at the... What a dull job. I just, I feel for them. I feel for them. So if you're wondering about Roseanne's ratings, well, not Roseanne, the Connors, and -hmm. it's no longer the Roseanne show, it's a revival, the Connors. They want to make you very aware of that. Right. The ratings were down quite a bit. Uh, They fell 35% because, of course, that show last season, 18.2 million viewers. That show was just a juggernaut. It was ridiculous ratings. That is crazy. For that premiere. Um, here's the thing. It still led Tuesday night's ratings with 10.5 million viewers. Yeah, that's really good. That's still insanity. really good. Also, also, that premiere of Roseanne mm-hmm. was like Super Bowl feeling. Right. And then by the end of it, they got down to 10 or right. 8 anyway. Exactly. So it's pretty much in line with how it ended. This is now uh, 4% higher than the series finale. Yeah, so see. it's still an, an upswing for them. But it's isn't good. that funny? They're like, mm, 10.5 million. What a letdown. Yeah. No, it's... No. The lesson here really is not. make sure that your show star tweets anti-Semitic or mm-hmm. racist things and you'll have a great premiere. Okay. Yeah. That's good advice, I think. Yeah, yeah look into it. Mm-hmm. I still haven't seen it, but uh, the critics seem to like it and seem to think it has uh, real potential going forward. I've just never had an ounce of care in me about that show. I have never watched Roseanne, <laughs> ever. Yeah, I don't think I, I have never thought about watching the no. Connors, at least. Yeah. Yeah. I think Omar's the only one on our staff that he, he loved Roseanne back in the day and then was super excited for the premiere and loved it. Mm. So I think John Goodman looks weird. I do too. Really? Lost too much weight. Yeah. He's one of those that you yeah. just can't accept as thinner. Yeah, well, yep. I mean, but you should see yeah. him. He's like terribly thin. Like he looks kind of sick. He sort of does, yeah. Yeah. 
He was on Jimmy Kimmel. He said he lives in New Orleans and drives all the way back here every time he needs to do some drives. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, Bean, you could carpool. <laughs> Seems crazy. <laughs> Good idea. About that? What do you What do you think, Bean? Does he look okay? Um, he, I mean, look, I put him on the list along with, uh, you know, Al Sharpton and Al Roker and uh, all black people named Al. I mean, you just, you should, <laughs> you really should keep some weight on you. Okay. I will say, and I'm, uh, I know, I don't know any celebrities like you guys do, so I'm not uh, dropping a name here. But I did run into John Goodman in person at the Walgreens in our neighborhood not mm. long ago. Uh-huh. Same, and he looked fine. Okay. He looked f- fine in person. So maybe this is just a case of he just looks a little too thin on TV. I don't know. Now, as you know, TV takes the pounds <laughs> off yeah. you. That's I do a love well-known fact. <laughs> I do love Hollywood. The Hollywood Minute with Bean. Though. <laughs> I saw him in the Walgreens. Yeah, he was getting toilet the paper. Hot gas. You know what? It looked good. He did. <laughs> you said that maybe TV makes him look thinner. You did say that. It, it doesn't work that way, does it? it I mean, so, it's not science, I'll tell you that. Oh, All right. I enjoyed it. All right, some birthdays for you. R&B singer Neo, Frida Pinto. Where's she been? Right? Right. She was just a thing for a bit. I'm going to look mm. into that. Right. Jean-Claude Van Damme and Bean. <gasps> what? Who? Zac Efron. Oh, thank you. Yeah! Thank you. What do you usually call him? My sweet Zach. My sweet Zach. It's true. And that's what's happening. Kevin and Bean on K Rock KROQ. I'm just going to say it. There's a lot of good stuff on the internet. I'm just going to put it out wow. there. Wow. <laughs> we take the best viral videos of the week and put them in one handy location for you at krock.com or kevinandbean.com. We call it the Kevin and Bean Internet Roundup. Yeah! Click that mouse and open your browser. Pull up your shirt and drop them trousers. We've got shots that need your viewing. Live so hard that you'll start spewing. Kevin and Bane's Internet Our producer Dave, the King of Mexico, is the uh, the guy who's pulling the strings behind this feature. Great work again, Dave. I know you're very concerned about this Boston Dynamics dog, though. Oh, boy. Just in <laughs> them in general. I mean, first they have this dog that dances and it moves, you know... So well, are you That's... feeling things down there? Is that no, it just, it just no, 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 not like that. It's actually very scary. Yeah, it's recoiling because you know this dog could move, and now we know it could open doors. And mm-hmm. then they also have a robot that does parkour. Yeah. Yes, they so do. Yeah. yeah. If anyone has seen Black Mirror, you know we're doomed. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's have you us. seen Have yes. you seen the robot that can hit a, a, a basketball shot from anywhere on the court? Every time. Have you seen that guy? I've not seen that. That's just testing the accuracy of their targeting system. So, uh, yeah, yeah, here we go. We're going to die. This is the final days right here. And we welcome the robot overlords here at the Kevin and Bean Show. Well, we have a a ton of great videos that we're not going to have time to talk about. I urge you to check out the whole feature. But let's spotlight a couple. This is my favorite video of the week. This little boy is named Walter. How old do you think he is, Allie? Does he look like he's about seven, maybe? Yeah, seven or eight. Seven or eight. And it's his birthday. And his family wants to surprise him by coming into his bedroom and singing happy birthday to him and bringing him breakfast. Walter is having none of it. All he wants to do is sleep. And the tantrum that he throws, you will love it. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Happy birthday to you. Good morning, Walter. We brought you breakfast in bed. What's wrong? What's wrong? It's your birthday. Oh, 
<laughs> trying to sleep, for God's sakes. God, Come on now. What a little brat. I hope he, one of the gifts was a chunk out of his butt. Uh, first of all, Walter is all of us, and he's smart enough at his young age to appreciate how great sleep is. Mm. <laughs> and I think Bean and I are so bad at ages. The kid's probably like four. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Because he has the little thing on the side of the bed so he doesn't oh, fall out. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, I think he's 12. Uh, he's yeah, 15. <laughs> Justin uh, Roiland is the other guy behind Rick and Morty. He's the voice of Rick, in fact. Pickle Rick in this particular clip, and he's trying to record his audio, and we have all been there where you're trying to lay down some audio and you just you screw up and then you can't recover and you just can't stop laughing and it's very rare to hear outtakes from cartoon shows but if you love rick and morty you'll love this it's okay beth i'm not offended i understand morty's suspicion (laughs) (laughs) Uh, okay morty Turn me so we're making. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Oh. <laughs> okay. It's that. Turn me so we're making eye contact line. Okay. <clears throat> this next one's going to be hard too. <laughs> to get through. Oh my God. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Morty. <laughs> and it's awesome because they did animate all of that, too. Oh, yeah. So it looks like yeah. it's a pickle doing that. It's fantastic. <laughs> I love Pickle Rick, That's my by the favorite way. one. That's so good. Uh, and uh, finally, on this edition of the Kevin Bean Internet Roundup, this guy, uh, he doesn't seem to Dave, did you take a look at this guy who did the Kendrick AHA mashup? I did not, know. Okay. It doesn't seem like he's a DJ. It seems like he's just a guy who's just playing around. And he took a freestyle rap from Kendrick from 2012 and somehow got the idea to mash it up. And by the way, mashups used to be super popular. You don't hear about them much anymore. But he mashes it up with Take On Me, the 80s hit from AHA. And you're going to be stunned that this wasn't released and didn't become a big <laughs> hit because listen to how perfect this is. All my life I Shooters go after Judas. Jesus Christ, if I live life on my knees, ain't no need to do this. Park it in front of looters. Next to their church is chicken. All you can see is losers. All my singing is screaming, screaming. All my life I want money and power. Respect my mind. No That's pretty strong. I mean, am I wrong or is that a hit or what? That's awesome. Right. That's right. my jam. <clears throat> And that's the uh, that's the last one we'll be, we'll be able to play audio for you. But I will tell you, I, we were talking about gender reveals last week. Oh. How how great is it that there's that video of the fireworks that go sideways and head toward all the people that are there for the gender reveal? They all so have to strong. they all have to hightail it back into the house so they don't get hit by fireworks. I want that to happen to all gender reveal parties. <laughs> and that's this week's Kevin and Bean Internet Roundup. Kevin and Bean Internet It occurs to me, as we're in the Halloween season, that we have done a disservice to our friend Jensen Carp mm-hmm. Because, uh, you know, we played a little Halloween spook since you've been here. Love it. We introduced you to two eyeballs. Love it. But we may have held back the greatest Halloween song of all time. 
And I don't think you've heard this one yet. I don't know how you beat the two you've already fed me. Right? Sure. Well, let's find out. It's Halloween in America. It's a trick or trick time. Right? It's Halloween in America. Everybody get around. That's uh, the great uh, Armenian comedian right yeah. there doing one of his many Halloween hits. Was there more? I want to hear the whole thing. No, I think no, I don't Is think that enough? Okay. I don't think that's, I yeah. think that's probably enough right. right now. We're talking about Halloween because of an article that came out yesterday. We see a variation of this article every single year, and the problem is getting worse. America has a disease, you guys. Oh, no. We are a sick, sick country. More than 30 million people in this country will spend an estimated $480 million buying costumes for their pets. Oh. As Kevin is fond of saying, all other problems have been solved. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We now have a half a billion dollars to throw around dressing up your dog like Superman. That's where we're at as a nation right now. <laughs> My thing is, pets don't like this. No. So no. let's not do this to them. No, we don't spend that much money on anything else where the person we're giving it to hates it. Right. <laughs> so so my kids would buy some and they would put it, my, it on my dog. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then when they were gone, I would take the costume off and hide it. And then they would come, they would be so mad. What happened to the costume? And I would say, I don't know. Why are you asking me? Literally, that I would never give it back to them. Because I want my dog to have a little dignity. Yeah. Exactly. Thank you, Kevin. A little little. dignity Mm -hmm. for the dog, right? There's no way they enjoy being dressed up. And believe me, this has been a battle that I have been fighting. My wife and I have been married for, for decades. And we've had pets from the beginning. And when we weren't dressing up our cat, we were dressing up our pig. When we weren't dressing up our llama, we were dressing up our hedgehog. I would like to see pig, llama, and hedgehog. I would like to see pictures of those. I want to know what website you're buying them from. (laughs) I'm telling you that my wife is obsessed with cute animal photos. And this was long before. And by the way, they think the reason it's getting so much bigger, it's doubled in like 10 years, is because of Instagram, because of Facebook. Because people think it's an awesome holiday thing to be able to put up on their site. But even long before that, Donna was insisting on dressing everybody up. Yeah, Yeah. but I I have a take on this a little yes bit. please help me if you got anything i can use i'll take it they look so cute there's like a little dog and he's dressed as like a fireman <laughs> that is the counter argument that's true but, but what i always say is the only thing cuter than a dog in a costume is a dog not in a costume mm. dogs are perfect the way they are they don't need to wear a pumpkin suit i don't know have you ever seen him dress as yoda <laughs> That is pretty cute. He's like, he's like, I'm a dog, meam, or whatever. It's so cute. It's good. It's good Yoda right there. It's so cute. I will say this, and, and I, I know it's going to sound weird, and it makes no sense. I accept it for small dogs. What? But bigger dogs, how dare you? No, do not put anything on a Great Dane. Do not put any anything on a Pitbull. Do not put anything that's on a, a Golden Retriever. To, that's a weird it, line to draw. It's bizarre. I'm an either all yes or all no on this topic. I'm going to say on a little Pomeranian or a Pug, adorable. Yes, Why? adorable, but they hate it. Sometimes. Oh, please. I think they hate it most of the time. Yeah. Of course but they but do. But have you guys seen one of them dresses <laughs> like a policeman? <laughs> now, let me ask you this. 
Let me ask you this, because Kevin, the your the problem in your house is the women, right? Is the wife and daughters. Well, it seems like a sentence you should take it easy. <laughs> with, with dressing am, up pets. I am not signing off on that. <laughs> with like dressing up home. pets. <laughs> the uh, the problem in my house is my wife. Dave the King of Mexico just stepped back in. What's going on at your house? <sighs> my girlfriend Krista loves buying pet, is pet this costumes. A, is this a girl thing? No. It has to be. I know some guys who do it too. Do you? It has oh, to yeah, be, I don't though, think it's a girl thing. But, I mean, Bean said $30 million. Yeah. Well, that has to be men and women. Last week, she spent $80 on four costumes. Whoa. Four. For four? That's good. You have four she dogs? Yes, but we don't need four. You have four dogs? No. Just the one. <laughs> one little one. Wow. Four pounds. Is, is Rhonda <laughs> going to a lot of separate parties this year? We don't go to any parties. <laughs> Why? She, she does it to take her to work, and everyone just goes, oh, like Jensen says, oh, she's so cute. Right. I mean, listen, she is cute. And your dog's but, like, oh, my God, this is annoying. Wow, well, no. I when think, will the humans learn? We, I mean, we put sweaters on Rhonda. So, <laughs> like, like right now, she has a little pumpkin one that has a little leaf on her hoodie. So she kind of got used to wearing things, but you put a hat on her, and oh no, she loses it. Yeah, yeah. But like what? Uh, what costumes did she get this year? Uh, this year she has. She's a little lamb. <laughs> Don't do it. She's a pumpkin. She's a hot dog and a velociraptor. <laughs> like, stop it. It's not cute, Jensen. Quit encouraging him. (laughs) Not me, by the way. Who are these uh, dudes that you know that are dressing up their pets? Because this does seem strictly female to me. Oh, I've seen. I, you know who's big into it is Scott Ackerman and his is that uh, right? wife Kulap. Yeah, they they were doing like sixty days of Halloween one year. Oh, <laughs> she, has, she has that many costumes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I have to. I should check if she's doing it again. Yes, Cause, please. Cause... I love it. I, that's the thing is like this is one of those things where you're like, ugh, you're so gross. Thirty five million dollars. You're spent. Oh, look at him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's, you're having a real double life with it. Because mm. I would love to see as many costumes as possible. I just don't want to spend I want my on. dogs to be as comfortable as possible. That's true also. Because I, you, being care about your pet I care and not about my just pet. your Instagram. Am exactly. I right, sir? Jeez. What is he? <laughs> completely getting into him there. Uh, but my mom used to dress me in things that I didn't like as a child. So maybe I just think it's okay. Like she would put me in. Well, this might be too much info. She used a to put post me, office. Yeah, like little marine suits and stuff. But it wasn't Halloween at all. <laughs> no. Yeah, it was just normal days. Stolen valor, sir. Yeah, like. All right. Yeah. Well, so you grew up abused. So yeah. that's why you can now oh, abuse. Your yeah. mom hated you. Yes. <laughs> that's sad. Stop it. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Jensen, introduce us to your bit, please. Well, every week I bring you certain things that I think you should be up on, things that haven't yet hit mainstream or things you may have missed. I'm sort of lending you a hand on how to be cool, and it's called Get Up On This. Get up, get on up. One of the more exciting parts about Get Up On This is when I can introduce you to a song that is new, just breaking, that I think could be perfect in the rotation at K-Rock. All right. Do you know what I mean? Like something that doesn't make you go, why are they playing future? Why are they playing hip-hop here on this station? Right. Right. This just blends right in. Okay. Okay. This is a brand new song from a Charleston, South Carolina group called Stoplight Observations. 
Stoplight observations. Mm. Never no, heard of never them. Never heard of them. Mm-mm. That's a terrible band name. It I know is that. Bad. Yeah, it does sound like I made it up right <laughs> before I walked in. Uh, but they are a five-piece band that focuses on sort of the feel-good and funky aspects of rock, which I can't blame in this political climate. Yeah, I want to. I want to get away. Mm-hmm. Uh, the song is called "Too Young." And as peppy as it sounds, it's actually sort of a play-by-play about uh, the end of the world. What All right. It, what, it would, oh. what it would be like. Because as we know, I love things that are really sad, uh-huh. but you got to dance to it. In a peppy form. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm into. The lead singer, William Blackburn, says it's uh, really a song about acceptance. My opinion of life and death changes daily, but for now I choose to believe that everything will be all right in the end. Hmm. Okay. I'm not mad at that. All right. That's a good You know point. what's uh, great about the timing in a, of an end of the world song mm-hmm. is that we are now likely to see it in our lifetime. Yeah. <laughs> this is, it's went from being a song to a possible soundtrack. <laughs> right. Uh, Stoplight Observations released their most recent album back in 2016. That was called Too Goodoo, uh, which I practiced in the back a couple times before I came on. Uh, and last year they put out two EPs, but this year, this Too Young is the first single off an upcoming new EP in 2019 that I'm now very excited about. This song is great. It's called Too Young. I saw a kitty cat chase a psychedelic rat into a black, black hole and he crawled out real fat. He started bleeding shades of purple on the pavement, exclaiming the awakening was so close he could taste it. To ease my mind, I put on 1992 cartoons and then a wrinkled man, he popped up with some breaking news. He started screaming as he pointed at the sky. Yeah, we got to get you in, in, into the music meetings here at K Rock. I'm telling you, that's I, amazing. I bring the heat. Uh, <laughs> stop like, By the way, that was a very cool way of saying I bring the heat. Yeah, <laughs> I sounded like an accountant. Uh, listen, this is a very good song. This is a very good band. If you're listening on the podcast of Kevin and Bean tonight, they'll be in Athens at the Georgia Theater, and then they're going to be at Rough Trade in Brooklyn, November second, which is a very cool place to perform. Uh, go and tell me what it's like because I love it. And also, when you listen to that, it sounds like made for a car commercial is that sure oh yeah it's just like a perfect fit uh so shout out to william cubby lewis luke and will they are collectively known as stoplight observations and you can download too young anywhere you get music and get ready for their ep in 2019 that was get up on this get up get on 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 up on this it's the kevin and bean show hey rock the headline reads, American Hero. Oh. Right? Okay. You perk okay. up and go, yeah. wow, okay. Let's hear about him. Has eaten pizza every day for 37 years. Hero. American well, yeah. Hero. Oh, He's dear. glorious. Right? Oh. Yeah. Has eaten pizza every day for 37 years. I love pizza. It would ruin it. Yeah. <laughs> Don't also, you think? The, the, the detail is also every slice has been cheese. Cheese, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, plain no cheese. varying from that. Just cheese. Yeah. I mean, once in a while, doesn't he go? You know what? A little pepperoni. Nope, <laughs> never. Nope. How about, how about some mushrooms? Mm-mm. Yeah, he's never even wanted to see if that Hawaiian pizza is good at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. Uh, here's the news report on this dude. I like pizza a lot. I don't really know where it comes from, and I know a lot of people say I really love pizza. I really love pizza. <laughs> I don't eat pizza for every single meal. I'm not an animal. I don't eat everything with my hands. It's not something I eat three meals a day, but it is something I eat every day. So it will be in there. 
I think of myself as the pizza king. The pizza king. Do ya. Uh, and American hero. So now he's got two titles. I'm surprised to see he doesn't seem very exciting. Yeah. <laughs> now, let me ask you guys this, and I'm just, I'm, uh, this is a question that uh, is asking for speculation. There's no way we can know. Are there days where he just doesn't feel like eating pizza, but he's got to keep the streak alive, so he says, I'm just going to go ahead and have pizza? I think Do there are think? days where maybe he's sick and he doesn't even want to eat, where he just says, I'm just going to count it. He doesn't eat pizza, and oh, he's like, oh, I don't want my 37 years mm. to go by the wayside, so I'm just going to count that day. You're saying he fudges? Yes. Whoa. Mm. There's a conspiracy yeah, theory right. about the guy who eats pizza every day. How, I mean, <laughs> logistically, how could you every day for 37 years? There has to be some time, and maybe well, it's when you're sick or whatever, when you just can't. I would think traveling sometimes, there may not be pizza available, too. Where are you going that there's no pizza? Right. That's... That place sounds horrible. He, he, did, you... he did say that he, when he travels, he finds pizza. He said yeah. that in the original article, yeah. yeah. Right. He... Here's more of our American hero. Kelly Ripa is like, I'd love to do that every day. If I could, you can. I don't like vegetables. Why would I eat a pizza with mushrooms on it when I really like a standard cheese pizza? I don't want to sort of corrupt the taste the toppings <laughs> this guy sounds like a big baby <laughs> he does. he's still four years old yeah. well he's very defensive about his choices too yeah mommy wants that you're one our hero time. I wish I could do that will you talk to my wife <laughs> to you're horribly unhealthy and you're gonna die yeah we're all gonna die I'm gonna die with pizza in my stomach it's gonna be good <laughs> All right, now I like him. I do too. I can't argue back. with that logic. I'm not. I'm not positive. I think I'm going down the other side where I'm starting to get annoyed by him. Uh, I really? like him at the beginning, but doesn't he win if you and he both die on the same day, Kevin? But he dies eating that much pizza. He I mean, wins. I, I can't deny that. Okay. He does right. win. Uh, but what, do we know? I know it said in the original article that he's skinny, but do we know his actual size? Like no. They have it they every day. That. Yeah, that's crazy. Here's one more clip. So I have diabetes. I blame God. Yes. Just kidding. It's inconvenient. It'll kill you. It's dangerous to have. You do have to watch your diet, allegedly, and things like that. I don't allegedly. watch what I eat. I should. I don't. Allegedly. I eat pizza. Doesn't seem to affect it. Who is this guy? <laughs> He's... Isn't that crazy? Well, the his name topic... is Mike Roman. Yes, the topic is you're in a rut, a food rut. There's a food that you love that you eat every single day. Now, we don't expect to get anywhere close to this guy, the 37 mm-hmm. years, but there was a guy just last year, I think, in Los Angeles named Andrew Harwolk who ate at Chipotle 186 days in a row. That's the kind of story that we're looking for right now. I feel, if you've I gone feel, on a food tear. For the record, I feel bad for that dude's butt. The I mean, Chipotle guy. I didn't think of it that way, and I'd rather not. Can mm-hmm. you imagine every single day Mexican food from Chipotle? <laughs> Your stomach is a mess. <laughs> uh, maybe you build up some sort of tolerance. I don't know, but that's 186 days in a year, which is over six months in a row eating at Chipotle. Kevin, what do you think your personal record is eating at the same place every day? I mean, I get in a rut sometimes, but I also, if I'm going with anyone else to eat anything else, I'm super easy. Just whatever you want. It's fine. I, I, I don't have to stay in the rut, but I'd say I go, I don't know. There, I go through tears with, with fast food restaurants. Mm-hmm. Taco mm-hmm. Bell, maybe I'll do it for a month a lot. 
But not right? every day. Not every day. Mm-hmm. And then it's I sort of burn out on that, and then I go someplace else and do that right. for a while. Mm-hmm. I've, 37 years with cheese pizza is ridiculous. Yeah, that one's hard. That's hard to beat. Um, so 1-800-520-1067. If you have any kind of streaks going or have had going with any kind of food or drink. And by the way, speaking of drinking, let me close with one more before the break. 77-year-old great-grandmother from Surrey, England, only drinks Pepsi. That's the only beverage she drinks. Never water? Not only no Coke, but no water. She said that she, I I have never drank water. Even if I was dying of thirst, there's no way would I. She only drinks Pepsi and has since 1954 when she was 13 years old. She's she's, dumb. Which means she has had Pepsi for over 23,000 consecutive days. Imagine this woman's teeth. Yeah. Yeah. It's the only drink she drinks is Pepsi. Do you guys think that they start getting some feedback? This guy, uh, Mike, from New Jersey starts getting feedback, and now it's like he's got a streak going because he only eats pizza every day, and and that becomes his whole sort of identity, and so now he really has to make sure he does it for the for the notoriety, yes. not just because he enjoys it. Yeah, I mean, Cal Ripken kept playing baseball because he knew it was his record. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know if that's true. He's probably had a contract too. But <laughs> but what I mean is, like, you know, you, you, that's your definition. That's your that's who you are. All of a sudden, that's the most important yeah, thing it's in, in your his life. DNA. Everyone who talks about him goes, "Yeah, the guy with the pizza." Thing. Like, <laughs> you can't just ditch that. <laughs> All right, so we got uh, we got Pepsi, we got Chipotle, we got pizza. What do you have? What have you eaten every single day for a long, long time, or used to? One eight hundred five two zero one zero six seven. Your calls next on K Rock. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. We apologize. We are not playing many Tober songs, and we should be. Yeah, it's we're not playing It's Rocktober, you guys. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's go to Mike before we play a song. Mike in Temecula. Hi. Uh, uh, or Jonathan. Jonathan, line three. Oh, has, oh, oh, oh. has discussed off the air. Okay, good. Good on my part. All right, Jonathan, hi. Hey, how's it going, guys? Good, thank you. Good. We're talking about eating the same food every day for a long period of time, like this dude in the news who had pizza for uh, 37 years in, in a row. Well, how about you? By the way, I think he is an American hero. And, and very <laughs> okay. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> but but anyway, so it, actually it's not me. It's my brother. My brother works uh, over at JPL, and he would go to The Hat um, in Pasadena and eat a pastrami sandwich pretty much every day for lunch for about two years. Until he started getting heart pain. Yeah. Oh, what? Yeah, the? that's that's mathematics. You yeah. eat pastrami every single day. You're going to get heart pains. Did you ever talk to him about like why did he keep going back for the same thing? Other well, than I just mean, he likes it. it <laughs> well, he took uh, he took me one time because he was telling me how you know how good it was, and I mean I can see his reasoning why it's it's pretty damn good. And if I was in his shoes, I would have probably done the same thing. <laughs> yeah, but again, after you've had it for five days in a row, don't you go? I'm in an American city called Pasadena where there are thousands of food options. Maybe mix it up. I mean, you like what you like, so okay. Yeah, he's well, got a point. Yeah. He's not wrong. Have you ever thought maybe the heart pains was just love? <laughs> right? Yeah, I just yeah, I love sure this pastrami, right? <laughs> All right. I never you. thought of it that way. Well, Thank you, there Dr. You go, McKay. <laughs> We're talking about an American hero, you guys. He's an American hero. <laughs> well, that listener certainly agreed with you. The guy who ate pizza every day for 37 years. Uh, we're going right back to your phone calls at one 800 Here's a uh, text from Kyle. Uh, and I think we can agree with this one, by the way. I think snacks are fine, right? 
Like, he eats strawberry Pop-Tarts at 2 p.m. every day for more than a year. I don't have any problem. Every I think day. snacks are different. I uh, think snacks are different, too. Yeah. But also, there's there's other Pop-Tarts, you guys. Yeah. Uh-huh. Pretty good. Uh, Dear Kevin and Bean, I have been teaching elementary school for 20 years, and for at least 18 years of those, I have eaten a peanut butter and jelly sandwich for lunch. I have it with an apple and a bottle of water. The whole school knows what I eat every day. We used to have a school-wide assembly, and the peanut butter jelly song with a baseball bat would be played, and I would jump up and down and dance. That's Jules. That is a total teacher. An apple, PB&J, and water. (laughs) I love it. Also jail. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. But you talked about your identity being what you eat. I think that's Jules' case. She's the peanut butter jelly lady. That's sad, isn't it? No, I think it's awesome. Okay. I think it's awesome. All right, let's talk to Elizabeth. She's at HB. She's up next in this segment on line six, please. Elizabeth, hi. Hi. Good morning. Good morning. What did you eat and for how long? Uh, so it's macaroni and cheese, Sweet. and it's three meals a day, and for going on eight months. Wait, like breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Yes, I I, I have some issues with my uh, stomach, so I'm told only soft foods, and I do try to venture out to other things, but then I get sick, so I go right back so to the macaroni is, and cheese. So there is a health benefit to you doing yes. this. It's not just because you're crazy. Yes. Elizabeth, you have to be the only person in the world who's eating mac and cheese to be healthy. <laughs> but, I know, right? But, but I mean... I can tell you something else. I've lost 229 pounds and over eight months eating macaroni and cheese. I'm still at a 229 pounds. Macaroni and cheese, wow. everybody. Wait, what? Wait. You've lost how much? 229 pounds. Just what? eating mac and cheese. What were you eating before? No, no, mayonnaise? No, 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 no. Absolutely not. No, oh. I had gastric bypass. And- oh. Oh. Okay, so that's okay. completely unrelated. Thank I thought, you. Okay. I-, I thought we just found the Kraft macaroni and cheese spokesperson. <laughs> no <laughs> totally kidding. Did. But, well, I mean, wow. like, I know we were talking about other soft foods, but I mean, what would happen if you had oatmeal for breakfast, for instance? It would come right back up. Okay. All right. Stick Mm. with mac and cheese then. Whatever you're doing, Elizabeth. Thank you for the call. We appreciate it. All right. Let's try. uh, Let's uh, let's get Juan on El Monte. It wasn't his fault. He had to eat the same food, but we got to give him some props on line one anyway. Hey, Juan. Hey, how's it going? Good. Thank you. What was your situation? Yeah. All right. So uh, I was deployed uh, overseas for a year uh, with the army, and every morning, lunch, and uh, well, morning it was. Uh, ham and cheese omelet with tater tots, and lunch and dinner was a cheeseburger with fries. Every, every single day. Yes. And there were other options. Yes. Okay. I'm not going to lie. Kevin is really thinking about the <laughs> army right now. Yes. <laughs> this sounds like a good food plan. For the record, if he oh, called, yeah. if he called and was like, "I was in Iraq, and every single day for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, I ate macaroni and cheese," I'd be like, "Ugh." Get out of here. <laughs> the other woman was thrilled, and his sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think we're ruling that you were lucky. Yeah, it sounds like some pretty uh, pretty great choices there, Juan. Yeah, you know, you know, for under the circumstances of being in that hostile environment, yeah, I think I, I did pretty good. Juan's like, let me remind you yeah. guys hey. of where I was. Army. If you don't mind. Army, everyone, army. Yeah, he was, he was also getting shot at. I forgot about that. Thank you well, for your service, Juan. Absolutely. Agreed. Let's try, uh, let's try uh, Sean, please. Line three up next on the Kevin Beach Show. I think Sean is, uh, is in the realm of possibility for you, Kevin. Hey, Sean. Hey, what's up, Kevin Bean? How are you guys doing? Good, thank Great. you. What's up? Uh, so for me, it's actually Chick-fil-A. I'm currently addicted to their frosted lemonades. 
literally every day I've been craving it for about seven months. And I've been going every day for about seven months getting it. Not even for the food, just for the drink? Just for the drink. And, you know, it's Sundays are closed. Yeah, I was going to ask, what do you do about Sundays? Do you buy two on Saturday? No, dude, it's like punishment. I literally go through torture, and it's so bad because I'm a smoker. Oh, no. I got bad memory. Hey, Sean. So when I go... What you should do is... I always is... forget on Sunday that they're closed. <laughs> <laughs> so you go to the Chick-fil-A every single Sunday? <laughs> Dude, it, it's happened like at least, I'd say, 10 times out of this month. Have I'll get you... off work and I'll be like, okay, I'm going to go real fast. I'll pull up at the drive-thru and I'm like, damn it, they closed early. And I'm like, wait a minute. Today's Sunday. Wow, you got a lot of issues going on here. <laughs> Not the least yeah. of which is you've been to you've been to uh, Chick-fil-A 10 times on a Sunday this month. Yep. <laughs> well, no, every Sunday. Like, they're closed every Sunday. So 10 right, times what... out of my, my, my six months strong, I've gone there accidentally thinking they're open. All right, Sean, you got to make some changes in your life, Sean. But thank you for the call. We appreciate that. Um, right. What up? Why can't he buy two on Saturday and just put one in the freezer? I don't know. That seems like the obvious answer. Yeah. yeah. I think he may be smoking more than cigarettes. <laughs> I think so, too. All right. Let's go to Long Beach Line 8, please. This is going to be Anthony. We're talking about food streaks. Now, we told you about that lady who has only drunk Pepsi since 1954. That's the only beverage. No water, no iced tea, just Pepsi. I thought you had to drink water to live. Um, apparently there's, there is, I mean, there is water in Pepsi, but uh, she's just not so, drinking. Huh? Well, she's still alive. Uh, Anthony, what's going on with your grandma? Well, my grandma, I actually had to text uh, my mom just to make sure it's her mom. And, uh, over for the last 70 years, I said 20 originally, but it's over the 70 years she's been drinking Coca-Cola. So Christmas, birthdays, Easter, every year we end up giving her just about your phone two, is, maybe four packs of Coca-Cola. Your phone is breaking up. I apologize for that. But you're saying your grandparent drank Coca-Cola every day for 70 years? She doesn't drink water, doesn't drink anything else other than Coca-Cola. She'll drink some alcohol, but she mixes it with Coca-Cola. <laughs> <laughs> now, how about to Jensen's question about our Pepsi lady in England? How are grandma's teeth? Uh, kind of rotten. I never yeah. want to hear that question again. <laughs> it's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. First, Allie's got what's happening on a Thursday. You know how Netflix never gives away ratings? They don't let anyone know viewership numbers. Like, what are people watching? Right. And it's all, it's all very close to the vest. Well... They have now disclosed as part of its Q3 earnings report that more than 80 million of its subscribers from around the world watched one of its, quote, summer of love rom-coms over the past few months. So that's a goldmine for them. 80 million. Rom-coms. Yes. The company uh, singled out the uh, the show to all the boys I've loved before as one of its most viewed original films ever with strong repeat viewing. I have been, uh, I have that on my queue. I'm I'm planning it's on watching it. I've heard nothing but rave reviews adorable. about it. Adorable. Yeah, I, it I'd is. like to see it. Yeah, and repeat viewing. And then I was looking online when people were tweeting about this and people were like, oh, I watch that a few times a week. Like, I a love few times it so a week? much. Yeah, people are insane about it to all the boys I've loved before. But my God, more than 80 million of its subscribers from around the world. So maybe more rom-coms. 
That is, uh, that's an astonishing number, isn't it? Yeah, it truly is. One guy watched it every day for 37 (laughs) years. Oh, with pizza? Yes. Good times. Think about, uh, you know, we talk about the Super Bowl, which is easily the biggest TV event in the United States every year. And that's about 100, right? 100 to 105, something like that. Yes. This is, I mean, this is approaching that ballpark with just a movie. You know, it's crazy. It's, It's crazy. Uh, speaking of Netflix, Orange is the New Black is set to end after its upcoming seventh season. Their showrunner, Genji jo- uh, Cohen, said, after seven seasons, it's time to be released from prison. I will miss all the badass ladies of Litchfield and the incredible crew we've worked with. My heart is orange, but fade to black. Sad bassoon. Sad bassoon indeed. <laughs> you still watching that, Bean? No, I got off a couple of seasons ago, I think. Yeah. You want to rephrase that? I uh, stopped watching <laughs> a couple of seasons back. <laughs> Good God. <laughs> All right. Um, you guys, Cardi B is denying that she's planning to release a Nicki Minaj diss track. And that, that makes me sad because I'd love to hear a Cardi B diss track. The report by TMZ claimed that Cardi's team was torn about whether or not she should release these specific vulgar lyrics about Nikki. But Cardi herself soon responded to the report on Instagram and even released a screenshot of a text conversation with the staffer over at TMZ. In the screen grab, her response is, Cardi has no song coming out about Nikki, so that's false. Cardi's next single is about money. Your sources are liars. She then added... Your mother effers need to get off my D and start reporting about them actresses you used to report about because I am not the one to F with. Thank you. By the way, in real news, my single money drops November 26th. (laughs) (laughs) I mean. And she beat them off. Uh, You want to rephrase that, Kevin? (laughs) What is happening? This show, I tell you. Well, Ariana Grande has quit social media. We all saw this coming. There's a lot of that going on. Yeah. 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 But it's now in a since deleted Instagram post. Time to say bye bye again to the internet for just a little bit. It's hard not to bump news and stuff. I'm not always trying to see right now. It's very sad. We're all trying very hard to keep going. Love you. Thank you for being here always. So I don't hate her getting off social media for a while, no. just doing her own thing. It can be healthy. Hang out with Piggy Smalls. Right. Enjoy enjoy life for a bit. Work through some stuff. I saw that uh, Pete Davidson had canceled his upcoming comedy tour um, for personal reasons, he mm-hmm. said, uh, assuming he just doesn't want the heat from the breakup. And then I thought, who's paying to go see Pete Davidson do comedy? I think it was that was the college one, right? And Adam Devine stepped in for that. I think, yeah, I think he had a couple, a couple of them though. But yeah. it was just a hmm. surprise to me that anyone would go see Pete Davidson. Yeah, yeah. And maybe Pete, take take the work. You take what work you can get. Take take the work. Sure. Okay. Is what I'm saying, Pete. Maybe. Did you guys uh, ever watch NYPD Blue? Yeah. Ran 1993 to 2005, 261 episodes. Well, it might be coming back in the form of sequel series. What? The new series is reportedly going to follow Andy. Is it Sipowitz? Uh huh. Yes. Sipowitz. 
Um, that was the original star, Dennis Franz. It's going to follow his son, Theo, as he tries to earn his detective shield and work in the 15th squad while investigating his father's murder. Oh, is that how the show ended? <laughs> Dang. Really? They murdered, like, the lead guy on the show? I don't remember. I don't remember either. I don't remember, I'm sorry to say. I don't either. Just go with yes. If not, plot <laughs> twist. <laughs> he was murdered. Ali, uh, have you heard Kevin's interview with Dennis Franz? Is that something you have? Is that, I, do, you, do you have that chip or do I have that? Uh, I don't think it's available anywhere. No, you don't? Nope. Uh, when uh, did you... It's a shame because... When did you because do an it, interview, Kevin? Mm, was it, it like at a junket or was he in? It would have... It would have been uh, at a red carpet with okay. people watching. All right. And I think it went well. It went well. We, uh, we, uh, we wanted to, when you were coming up, the first, we said, what should we ask Dennis <laughs> Franz? What? We said, I'm trying to figure out how to ask this in a nice way. Maybe I better just not ask it. We were going to talk about your ass some more, but maybe we won't. <laughs> One more time. Hold on. Yeah, that happened. Hold on. Uh-huh. Do, do it again. Yeah, that we, we uh, we wanted to, when you were coming up, the first, we said, what should we ask Dennis Franz? We said, I'm trying to figure out how to ask this in a nice way. Maybe I better just not ask it. We were going to talk about your ass some more, but maybe we won't. Kevin, God damn it. Yeah, that didn't go well. Wow. It's possible mm-hmm. I could have handled that situation okay. a smidge better. A little better. Yeah. Wow, that... Kevin, I've had it. Right? No, he's had it. That's not what you want to hear. That was that was a treat. I'm glad I did the NYPD story. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, just one more. Let's, what? What yeah, are you talking one about? One more. One more. We, uh... We, we uh we wanted to when you were coming up the first we said what should we ask Dennis Franz? What? We said I'm trying to figure out how to ask this in a nice way. Maybe I better just not ask it. We we're going to talk about your ass some more, but maybe we won't. By the way, he Kevin, abs- you're right. You are right as always. He absolutely did the right thing by, by mocking. Fun. Of course, yeah. I was just stammering. He's like, blah, blah, blah. well said, Kevin. Well said, Kevin. I sort of admired him while I was going down in a, in flames. I sort of admired that. Want to rephrase that? <laughs> Uh, some birthdays for you, Neo Frida Pinto, Jean-Claude Van Damme, and Zach Efron, and that's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. It's one of our favorite segments of the week. We talk NFL with our good friend R.J. Bell in Las Vegas, the founder of Pregame.com, the official, official, exclusive odds provider for the Associated Press. Hit it, Steve. Cause he's R.J. RJ, you know, um, we love you and we've had an enjoyable and fruitful relationship for many, many years together here on the Kevin and Bean Show, but I'm sorry to say we're going to have to let you go after last week. What? I'm sorry to say we're just... We're going to have to let you go. You're just not meeting our expectations. You were one and two the first losing week of 2018. And I I don't know that we can just stand by and let you give bad information to our listeners. Well, you know something? I've heard about you cutthroat Hollywood types. <laughs> yeah, right? Now, now I'm experiencing it. <laughs> yep. I mean, it was, uh, it was inevitable. Eventually, as you have always said, nobody gets them right all the time. You still have... You're 59% winners this season, so if people have played your odds, they've made money. But uh, I'm sure you were very sad last night after the weekend. You know something? It, it's true. Because I re- it, the funny thing is I bet my own games, all of them. But let's just do some simple math. I think at minimum. I, no. Can there's, we not? You know, is there 10,000 plus people 
you know, with all your listeners betting these picks. That's so a lot, but I, go ahead. Oh, no, no, no. I, you know, obviously <laughs> that would be a tiny percentage of the listeners. So to me, as much as I want to win for myself, and, and I say this sincerely, doing this segment, because I don't give picks on most segments. I'll go on and talk games, but I don't want to give picks. This is the one I really do. Mm-hmm. And and I feel extra responsibility, which makes me work harder, which I think helps us out. And then we expect the listeners, of course, to Venmo you a little little taste. <laughs> yeah, a little something. Absolutely. Absolutely. That, that never happens. I do, <laughs> I do get a lot of smiley faces, though, on Twitter. All right. Well, RJ has had another great season here. He is 10-7-1 so far. Let's talk about this week's, uh, and we'll start with our loss. Los Angeles Rams, the only undefeated team left in the NFL. They've got the San Francisco 49ers. How's this one going to play out, RJ? Well, we're going with the 49ers plus the 10 points, and that's the important part, plus 10. Here's the thing. Rams are the best team in the NFL. Right. So let's enjoy that as L.A. people, and it's just true. But think back to the best team in memory. I think the Patriots, that undefeated year up to the Super Bowl, you would say, and Vegas would agree, best team. If you would have played on New England their last nine games of the year, bet them, you were one in eight ATS, even though against the spread, even though they won all but one of those games. Once a team gets so clearly good, the public wants to bet them so much, they make them so expensive. Ten is a is a ridiculous point. Um, In San Francisco. Yes. I mean, the Rams seem like they're scoring 30, 35 points every single game. Now, this is their first. I still take the Rams, and I'm, of course, I'm not a Vegas guy, but I. Yeah, you're you're really affirming the point. The casual fan doesn't want any part of betting against the Rams. That's why there's value. By the way, third straight road game for the Rams, so they're a little bit tired, and they're 10-point favorites, so they just got to win. They're not worried about margin. San Francisco actually looked mighty good last Monday night, even though they lost Jimmy G, 49ers plus 10. I love, though, that RJ was like, you're proving my point. People that don't know what they're doing would do that. (laughs) I didn't say it that way. I heard it. But but you're right. right. The way I heard it, too, and it's all good. (laughs) All right, RJ, there have been moments this year where it has sort of been not awful to be a Cleveland Browns fan. There have been just some high points this season, which we haven't seen in a couple of years. They've got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers this weekend. What do you think? Listen to the Hollywood guys. The Hollywood guy say, "Oh, living in Cleveland can sometimes not be awful." Right? Sure. <laughs> I mean, being a fan of the no, Cleveland Browns. Uh, no, that was a ridiculous thing for him to say because it's always awful. Well, I grew up in Ohio, so I can't disagree too much. Tampa Bay is our pick. We're going against the Browns. Here's the thing about the Browns: their first five games of the year, they had three overtime games. And the other two were close games, too. If you have five really tough games, that's physically draining for the Browns and emotionally draining. They looked horrible last week. And there's another reason to fade the Browns. Baker Mayfield, hey, I think midterm, long-term, he'll be fine, the new quarterback for the Browns. Agree. But once there's a young quarterback, the defensive coordinators of the other team, they, they call it getting tape on him. They see what he can do well. They see what he can't do well. And the def- defenses start to adjust. And I think we've seen a little bit of that. Tampa Bay, there's a lot of turmoil in the organization, but they played hard last week. So it looks like they're going to push to save the coach's job. We're, we like Tampa Bay laying three points. All right, that's your best bet. And finally, the big game of the weekend is the world champion Philadelphia Eagles versus the Carolina Panthers. Yeah, defending champs. They haven't had a great season. 
Wentz got hurt last year, the quarterback. They didn't need him, amazingly, to win the Super Bowl. He came back, but he came back less than 100%. He was ready to play. He just wasn't sure. A little tentative, just not sure. As the games now have progressed, Wentz, is his trend line is up, up, up. That's one reason we like the Eagles here. Another reason, they've been injured at other positions. They are the Eagles as healthy this game as any game this season. Oftentimes, when you have a favorite like Philadelphia here, that, that you got to worry about focus, but they need to win because they haven't had a great season. Lastly, Carolina, the opponent that we're fading, not very good on the road. We're going with the Eagles. All right, recapping the big dog, San Francisco 49ers plus 10 over the Rams. Best bet, Tampa Bay minus three over the Browns. Big game, Eagles minus four and a half over the Carolina Panthers. Don't forget, you can hear about these games and college football as well at the R.J. Bell Dream Preview Podcast available on iTunes. And the daily radio show on Fox Sports Radio weekdays three to four is called Straight Out of Vegas with R.J. Bell. We look forward to this segment every week. R.J., don't let us down again. We'll see you next time. <laughs> hey, no pressure. Thanks, guys. Because he's R.J. Bean, you're going to be very excited. You know who's on the phone? I do not. Our friend Mole. 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 We haven't heard from Mole in forever. Hey, Mole. Hey, you guys know who it is? Yes. It's Mole. It's Mole. We're happy to hear from you. Right. Yeah. Am I color 22? Do I win the candy corn? (laughs) (laughs) You can have it. You can have all of it. Mole, this is so awesome to hear from you. How have you been? We've missed you. Really good, but I got to tell you guys, I'm calling with some big news. I'm calling to say, adios, muchachos. Mole is moving to Canada. You're moving to Canada? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if you guys heard, they have mandatory weed smoking there now. I mean, I don't think it's mandatory. Yeah, no, they do. You got everybody's got... Everybody in Canada's got to smoke weed or they feed you the moose. moose. (laughs) No, no, it's just... super. The super deer thing. You know the super deer? <laughs> sure, yeah. They feed you those. I'm talking no. the Ocado line and heading north. What it's has north, happened? Right? Yes, well, you're, north. you're a little bit confused as usual. All they've done is they have legalized recreational pot. That's the move they've made. Right, right, so, right. So just as... don't have here. I would trust me. I would love um, to stay here. All my stuff is here. My PlayStation 2 is here. My cut off sweatpants are here. My lighter is here. My Jarvel band aids is here. Right. My bong poker is here. Mm-hmm. But I gotta go. I gotta go. But uh, I wish they had legal weed in LA. I mean, they do. It has been legalized now in California now for a couple of years, I think, Mole. I. I, you know, I already filled up the O'Connell line. <laughs> right. So I kind of feel like I'm committed to it. Canada's well, got great stuff. They got they got those fries with the curdled cheese balls. Oh, poutine. Poutine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, poutine. right. Poutine. Uh, their, their leader used to be married to Jennifer Aniston. That's cool. Uh, you're thinking of Justin Trudeau used to be married right, to right. Jennifer Aniston? Oh, no, Our Justin. That's Justin Thoreau. Oh, that was just yeah. a thorough, right? Yeah. Different guy, yeah, right? Yeah. Exactly, same guy. Our president's only married to a James Bond villain lady. You know, she comes up, puts, puts something in his martini when he's gambling. Yeah. Yes, I think that's accurate, actually. Uh, you know, can- if you go, if you go, if you go to Canada, you get discount tickets to see Rush. 
Is that right? Oh. Free, free dental. I can get those uh, gold grills I want. Sweet. Oh, you would look good with those, Bull. That's a good choice. What else they got? Oh, did I mention Super Deer? They got Super Deer? They have Super mm-hmm. Deer, yeah. Moose, right, yeah. yeah. Look, Canada's... Doing an overdrive. They got John Candy. <laughs> oh, oh, I got uh, bad news, Bull. I'm sorry, Bull. Well, they got maple syrup candy. Yes. Okay, you know what I'm going to miss about America? One thing I'm going to miss about leaving America, mm-hmm. I'm invited to a Pete Davidson and Ariana Grande's wedding. I do not want to miss oh, that. Oh, no. Again, Mole, you're always a little bit behind, but that's been postponed for right now. I'm sorry to say. Oh, man. Well, I'll come back for it. I'll drive up. Look, <laughs> no. I'm driving the Econoline line up there. Let's hope I don't hit a super deer. <laughs> I hope so as well. It's Kevin and Bean on K Rock. Anyway, it's Ruddy on the Rock. It's my Halloween party. Oh, mm-hmm. my Halloween show. All right. Happy Halloween, everybody okay. out there. Hope everybody's enjoying it. It's not. But I'll be back with more scary music after this. Oh, it's not Halloween yet, but uh, well, have a safe and happening Halloween. All right. Okay. Try to do that. Go play some monkeys while Allie takes a look at what's happening here on this Thursday. Guys, no winner in last night's Powerball. Oh, come on now. I bought two. This is uh, this is not the big one. This one's only up to $430 million. <laughs> But there were million-dollar tickets sold in Massachusetts, Kentucky, and New Jersey. So the next drawing for the Powerball is on Saturday. So there's no telling how much that will go up to. But the one we want to talk about, Mega Millions, that's tomorrow night, you guys. And right now, it's up to $900 million. That's crazy. You guys. So much guacamole. Someone's going to win. Yep. And you're looking at her. (laughs) Um, Hey, I don't know what the stats are on this, but the more people who buy tickets, Mm -hmm. the more likely it is the jackpot will be split. I wonder. I, I, I buzzkill. No, no. I assume. I assume that the facts back that up. Wouldn't you guys think that makes sense? Um, statistically, yes. You statistically, would think. this is going to be split between two or three people. It's still going to be worth the, the dollar ticket. But, but you say that, and it's up to nine hundred bucks, and it hasn't been split between. And, yeah. and no one has won it exactly. I remember that uh, that jackpot, that game in uh, Spain a couple years ago, where somebody won over a billion dollars. Oh my gosh! I mean, I guess that'd be all right. Right? Yeah. But it always ends bad. You know that. That's true. There's like a lotto curse. Uh, yeah. For a lot of people, for yeah. For some people, yeah. Mm-hmm. I forgot to tell you guys about my big win. I won money in the last lottery. Oh, no kidding. I won $5. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. Wow, I can't believe you came back into work. Yeah, still working. <laughs> That's very impressive. Yeah. So would you say uh, averaging out what you've spent on the lottery versus what you've won on the lottery, you're probably ahead by now? I mean, if you define ahead just in strictly <laughs> mathematic terms, mm-hmm. no, but no. Okay. It's quality of life and fun. Okay. It still felt good, though. <laughs> right, yes. So had you bought more than one ticket when you won the $5 one? I No, just one. So oh. you did come out ahead. Three bucks. Woo-hoo! Good for you. Wow. I'm living. Yeah, why you didn't you why didn't you double your odds by buying two? <laughs> <laughs> Let's not get into that again. Oh, good lord. You guys, uh Busy Phillips, a lot has been leaking uh from her new memoir. This will only hurt a little. And people are really into the stuff that she's writing about. When I see that she's letting readers in on the good, the bad, and the ugly behind the scenes of Dawson's Creek. I click on that article. Don't tell me Pacey was mean to her. Because I want to hear it. Here's what she has to say about Katie Holmes. Very sweet. 
We didn't spend that much time together. I knew she worked out a lot. Wait, but with the dishing and the good, the what? bad, and the ugly. I uh, What? That's not hot goss. That's not hot goss. However, she does bring up Pacey. Okay, good. Here we go. So, dishing on Joshua Jackson and James Vanderbeek. She says that they didn't get along. She opined that Jackson saw himself as, quote, a George Clooney type, but was a bit of a mansplainer and can turn a conversation into a dissertation. (gasps) It's on. I don't even know if that's... It's on. Now, those are just... She's just saying what she feels about him in a book? Yeah. I kind of think the James Franco one, that's a crazy story where he, like, pushed Mm -hmm. her and was in Method and... But, like, that Mm -hmm. was, like, felt like an experience she should write about. This just feels like she's... Just like my I, thoughts on somebody yeah, I, I work think, with. I think this person smells like soup. You know what I mean? Like it's just like her observations. Is that one of hers? Who smells Which like soup? Which brings us to no, no one smells like. Well, maybe okay. someone smelled like soup okay. on the set of Dawson's Creek. But I was really when I clicked on it, I was like, oh, I want to hear all about all it. All excited? Oh, I mean, I don't know. It just oh. Feels like her feelings. Yeah. I'll tell you this, I'll let Joshua Jackson mansplain to me. <laughs> I'll show you a dissertation. No y'all, let, y'all let him turn you into soup. Yeah. Team Pacey. Come on, Kevin. Fine. <laughs> I don't even know what's going on. Being your girl, Taylor Swift, she has seemingly really turned a whole new page with this political thing. Well, uh, I can't speak for Taylor, but I do know that more young women than in the history of this republic are engaged in politics right now because mm-hmm. of what they see as an assault on them by this administration. Mm-hmm. Well, she had posted about um, why she's going to vote for a certain, was it a congressman, senator uh-huh. in Tennessee. And now she's speaking out again, taking to Instagram to sh- um, share information about early voting. She said, something I wish I knew about when I was 18 and voted for the first time. It's early voting. It makes it so quick and easy to go and cast your ballot before November 6th. So she kind of explains how it works in Tennessee. And then she gives the link for vote.org. So she's really trying to engage. I'm fine with that. Absolutely. And she she posted a picture of her feet. What? That was what it was. Back me up, Bean. Uh, She did. uh, Her feet... Where she was voting or what? Yes, so the voting post Mm -hmm. that said all those things that you just said. Above it was a picture of her feet because her nails were painted red Ah, and blue. But also, for weirdos, it's a foot picture. (laughs) Okay. All right. Yeah, she put red, white, and blue toenail polish on her feet, and Mm -hmm. I think that's what she was showing off there. But yeah, that's uh, that's opening a door Taylor should not be opening. (laughs) Yeah, she's got to know about wiki feet, right? Oh, I would assume so. (laughs) She's got to know Let's just say the poll results were real high. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Well, it's it's just very interesting that someone who hasn't spoken out about anything political in the past, it's just interesting how much uh, leverage, first of all, she has had with just people registering to vote in Tennessee, let alone all across the U.S. They had just such a surge in people logging onto the site, which is just incredible. I hate to agree with, you know, her. I know. It's tough. I'm all for yeah. voting. I'm all Signing for voting. up and voting. I'm all for Mayor Swift. Oh, I don't oh, know. No, 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 no. Being you with me? No. Uh, I, I like the, the job she has now. Nope. I don't think she needs to take something else on. But I will say that uh, I bet a lot of celebrities have to make that decision mm-hmm. if they have stayed apolitical and they've managed to get fans from everywhere. Sure. You do risk having people now not, not follow. I mean, look, 
I wouldn't be surprised at all in the state of Tennessee if there were radio stations that stopped playing her records because she endorsed the Democrat. I mean, honestly, there could be some some pushback on that. It's a very conservative state. On that last mm-hmm. one, yes, but on this one, it seems like it was pretty neutral. Yeah, yeah the voting was Go neutral. Vote. Right? Yeah. 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 And just a reminder, you have until October 22nd here in the state of California to register to vote. So get on that. If you haven't voted before, what a great time to vote. <laughs> Midterms. Good times, everybody. There's no catch. There's no catch. <laughs> there really isn't. Plus, you get a sticker. Sometimes if you go and vote um, at your polling location, you get to go um, into someone's garage and it's like a weird rumpus room and it smells like mothballs. That's That's strangely specific. (laughs) That guy, he knows. I'm Donald Trump and I approve this message. Good times, everybody. Vote. Some birthdays for you. Frida Pinto. Neo. Zac Efron and Jean-Claude Van Damme. And that's what's happening. Thanks, Ellie. The SoCal Helpful Honda dealers are handing out random acts of helpfulness. We all win with a commercial-free drive home today at 5 p.m. Tomorrow morning, the voice of Lisa Simpson, Yardley Smith, will join us. Uh, Dan Abrams, who's the host of Live PD. I don't know if you've seen the show. It's pretty good. People are obsessed Yes, I'm terrified watching that show. Because, because of how scary it is to be a police officer, oh, and in oh. real time on your TV, you're watching him having just pulled over a car, approaching the vehicle, and you don't know whether that driver is going to pull out a gun or what's going to happen. It's scary. It is. It's the escalated cops. It's like yeah, one step above it. That's what it is. Apparently, yeah. uh, the King of Mexico has a new Clippers song, which we'll hear tomorrow. With a oh, cameo. I can't wait. Got a cameo from your boy. Uh, is that right? I'm oh. your boy, in case you didn't know. Okay, good. <laughs> Thanks for What's explaining up? Uh, animal stories, and it's Friday, so we keep it 100 tomorrow morning. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion.